Hi, I'm your host, Tina Clark, and welcome to my Weirdest Experience podcast. This is the podcast of the weirdest experience that has ever happened to you and gives you a venue to fully express yourself and share your weirdest story with the world. This is the No Judgment Zone, a safe place to share your experience. It's also a place where we discuss what happened to you and share some possible theories on what and why this happened. If you would like to be on the show, email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Hi, and welcome to the show. Today, I have a wonderful guest named Joan Atwell, and she's an angel communicator, and she's been communicating with angels, and she's going to tell us how she started to communicate with them and what her experience has been with them. Welcome to the show, Joan. How are you doing? I'm doing good this morning. Thank you for having me. Great. I can't wait to hear about your experiences. Well, I was raised in a church uh, from birth and uh, a church that my mother and daddy always believed in Jesus. And I was singing in church by the time I was three. Uh, I was blessed with a musical ear. Uh, and I guess the first that I need to tell you is that my mother uh, was musical also. And uh, when she married my, my daddy, she had always prayed uh, to get a piano and learn how to play uh, the piano. Uh, but it didn't happen. It was back during the Depression. And when my grandmother, Hollis, died, uh, the household was broken up. It was a family of seven. And each one of the children got a cow. Well, she asked my daddy, said, do you reckon Mama Hollis would give us the piano, the family piano, instead of a cow? And he said, well, I bet she would. And she did. And my mother taught herself to play. And so uh, she taught me to sing, and that was when I started singing in church at three. And I've played uh, all my life. I'm the pianist now at a church and uh, just really enjoy uh, music and singing and uh, enjoy other people's music. Uh, but music is my uh, thing. Uh, when I was about 10, uh, Daddy and I were in the yard. Uh, and I was asking him for us to please be able to go to the swimming hole so I could swim with my cousin. And uh, I looked over my right shoulder, and I saw the moon. And uh, it was just instant, just like this. I'm snapping my fingers. Uh, that the moon changed, and it was like I was watching a color TV. And I saw a man. And... Uh, I don't know if it was Jesus or an angel, but uh, he had on a, a linen robe and had a gold sash around his middle, and he was dark-complexed like he had a cane, and he had uh, sandals on, and his hair was long, uh, golden blonde, and he was walking away from me like he didn't even see me, and uh, the the grass was brown, and I was just amazed, and I had to 
my hand, and I was going, Daddy, Daddy, look. I said, there's a man in the moon. And the instant that his eyes saw the moon, it flashed off. And he said, oh, that's just the man in the moon. <laughs> you know, that's what anybody would think. And uh, I kept that to myself uh, all those years, and I never told anybody until I married Harold. And I told Harold, and he, he believed me. And uh, I told Mother and Daddy, he, he had rheumatoid arthritis real bad, and when he had gotten down with that, I told them, and they said, well, we just wouldn't have known what to have thought about that. But it changed my life forever. Uh, I, I've never been the same. I, I didn't study the Bible back at such a young age, but uh, it states in the Bible that angels sometimes are dressed like that, and so is Jesus. So it's still a mystery to me, but I know for sure what I saw. Uh, it was just amazing. Did you see wings on this person? Uh, no, I did not. This was a man. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, just a man. Uh, but he was walking the other way, as I said, and it was as if he never saw that I was looking at him. Uh, uh, and I, I'm going to say again, it was just amazing. Yeah, I think it's interesting that he didn't seem to realize you could see him. I know. Uh, it's it's not the typical typical story that I've heard of uh, people that seen angels, but uh, no, he did not have wings. He was uh, of an average height, uh, a very nice looking man, and uh, had had this linen robe like you read in the Bible with the uh, the gold sash uh, around his middle. Uh, it, it was. It was just amazing. I know I keep saying that over and over again, but my life will never be the same after I saw uh, that. Uh, another thing that happened to me, I'm not going in sequence here. I'll probably be jumping back and forth in time in my life. But back when we was raised, uh, you didn't have to lock your windows up. Uh, and one night I had been praying on my knees by the bed, and I got back in bed. And I was a teenager by this time, probably I would say in the 10th grade in high school. And uh, the windows was open so we could get some fresh air and uh, had screen on the window. And uh, it was a night where the moon was shining. It was not raining uh, at all. And uh, when I got back in bed, it was just a bolt of lightning came and hit me in my eye. There was no pain at all. It was just a flash of lightning that, that came and hit me in my right eye. And I just I just was amazed. I didn't know what had happened. But I think it was my angel or it was Jesus sending me a sign. I believe everybody has got their own personal angel. And uh, I don't know why I've been blessed to have seen the things that I've seen through my life. Uh, but it seems that I have been, and that's another uh, time that I will never forget. So did you experience any changes in your vision or in your life after that happened? 
uh, no, I didn't uh, experience any uh, changes in my vision. My my vision is good. Uh, it's just, uh, I think, a reassurance that he is there, that Jesus is there, and that my angels are there, uh, angel uh, watching over me. And uh, another thing that I have learned about this, that what happens to me, is I can't make it happen. Uh, I can pray and ask for reassurance, and you can't make it happen, and you can't make it stop. It just, uh, they come when they want to come. Right. That's true. Uh, another thing that uh, happened to me that has, has really changed my life is uh, we went to school in a, a small country school from kindergarten to the to the twelfth uh, grade together. There was nineteen of us, and uh, we were very close all through the years. Well, I lost my one of my best friends. Uh, her name was Joan Francis, and my name is Joan Karen, and she died. Uh, when she was about 55, and we had been friends all those years, and she passed away with a long uh, battle of breast cancer, and she never gave up, and she was the one of the most precious, uh, fun-loving, Christian, uh, Jesus-loving women that I have ever met, and she visits she visits me frequently uh, in my dreams, and uh, she's alive and here on this earth. I've never seen her, and um, she uh, is always helping me in some way, or she's helping her children. And um, I haven't; she hasn't visited me in a few weeks. But when I wake up from the dream, I can uh, remember it vividly, just as if it really happened. And so, uh, that is a reassurance. Uh, to me. So what are the dreams like um, when she comes to visit you in your dreams? Well, uh, she and I kind of made a pact, uh, a deal that I would look after her kids if she went first or she would check on my kids. And uh, she's usually uh, with her kids or she's helped me do one thing or the other. And uh, I can see her uh, just as if she was, and she's not sick with the cancer anymore. She's healthy. And uh, just us walking around or, or talking or doing some things together, uh, but it always ties in back that she's with her kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, she lives uh, for her family and her friends and her kids, but she's healthy and she don't have the cancer anymore. And did you tell her children that you've been dreaming about her? I did. Mm-hmm. I sure have. And what and, was uh, their response? Well, their response was that uh, they appreciated me telling them that, and, how, and they always tell me how much she loved me. And her sister told me that uh, she visits her in her dream, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it makes me feel good when I, I see her uh, because she's, she went through chemo for, I would say, two or three years 
and it makes me feel good that she's she doesn't have it anymore. And I I feel like that she's in heaven with uh, Jesus and the rest of her family. And uh, I I feel like it's just a reassurance from from God that uh, I will see her again one day. Yeah, I've had a lot of those dreams um, when people pass away. It's so nice to get visits from them. <laughs> Isn't it so? It's, it's just so special. I feel like when I, I I wake up, it's like, wow, you know, yeah. did this really happen? And then I, I know that it really did happen. Yeah, because it feels real. Um, I remember having a dream about my cousin when she passed away a few years ago and she looked young and she had this funky blonde haircut and I remember hugging her and feeling her hug and how she felt in my arms and I woke up and I was like, wow, I just hugged my cousin and she's doing okay, and she's happy. I know. It's it's just, uh, I've got chills coming up my arms now. <laughs> um, <laughs> thinking about it. And um, as I said, uh, when I go to bed at night or when I get up in the morning, I never know what's going to happen because I don't make it happen. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. There's been times that I've been depressed and, and, uh, and, I'll say, Lord, I need a, a sign today, and it doesn't happen. But but the next week or the next month, it, it may. You know, you can't make it happen. Right, exactly. You have to just allow it to happen. It just, and I've never been able to control my dream. So I dream what I dream, and that's it. Me either. Uh, I had an experience about, uh, I would say, six months ago. Uh, my mother passed away eight and a half years ago, and uh, she was in the nursing home. Uh, I couldn't keep her at home. I wish I could have, but I couldn't because I'm an only child. Uh, but uh, Helen, I have two boys, and they helped a lot. Uh, they're 45 and 41 now, and I was sleeping sound. And something woke me up, I mean, with my eyes wide open, and I heard her, and she was standing at my bedroom door, and she said, Joan, in just a normal voice, and uh, she was uh, uh, not a young person, but she wasn't sick either, and I sat up in the bed, and I thought, what in the world, and then she was gone. Mm-hmm. Just Joan. That's all she said in her voice, and uh, that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah, you know uh, that that she came back, and it was it was like I was expecting her to say something else, but she didn't. But I knew right then that that was a reassurance that she was in a happy place. Yeah, it sounds like you two were very close, like sisters and. Because you're very open, I think that's why it's easier for you to communicate with her and hear her and dream about her, you know? We were very close. And uh, she was very musical, too. Uh, 
she uh, loved to sing and play. And uh, I think was making videos for YouTube. And uh, uh, she lived, uh, I say, across the pasture. She lived in the main house here on our farm. And uh, then after Daddy passed away, which has been a long, long time, uh, she lived there for 11 years by herself. But then we moved her up here uh, right beside our our house. And uh, I bought her a keyboard, and she had a keyboard in her living room. And we would sing and play. And uh, she would say, are we going to make a YouTube video today? <laughs> and uh, she uh, was, she could just sing real well, and uh, she taught herself to play piano. But as she got older, she didn't play piano anymore. She wanted me to play. And uh, so we were very close. Uh, and uh, I, I, I just know she's in a better place and that she's happy now. Mm-hmm. So have you had any other experiences with angels? I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I say, this might not be in the right sequence of time, but uh, it gets real cold here in the winter. And uh, even though we live in uh, almost in Arkansas, we're six miles from the Arkansas line in southern Louisiana. Uh, one day, uh, I was here by myself, and uh, Harold cuts wood, and we have a big fireplace. And I was putting wood uh, on the fire, and I heard uh, a lady, just a normal, middle-aged lady, no accent, that was like in my left ear. And she said three words. I can't remember two of the words. Uh, But she said truth. Truth. And I, I ran to my notebook by my computer to try to remember the other two words and I cannot remember but I know that it was real it was a real person so I think that that was my angel then uh, talking to me mm-hmm. about truth that's still a mystery to me but I know I heard it isn't it amazing when they talk right in your ear <laughs> It is so amazing because my head jerked around and I was suspecting to, I thought, well, maybe somebody came in my house here when I went out on the carport to get the wood and, and there was nobody there, but it's so amazing when they talk in your ear. Yeah, that happened to me once. Um, That was probably the loudest, most clearest voice I heard. And my daughter was about one or two years old and she had not woken up yet it was early in the morning and I remember a male voice a deep male voice and it was in my left ear also and it said he said wake up (laughs) (laughs) and I immediately thought about my daughter right so I jumped out of bed Uh I ran to her room and I I slowly opened the door because I didn't want to wake her up and she was still sleeping. And then I went back to my bedroom and I was kind of mad because I was like, why did you wake me up (laughs) (laughs) and scare me? But maybe it meant, you know, wake up to your true purpose or wake up 
wake up your spirituality. That's what I think it meant too. But you know, it it startled me. I I know. I I can understand what you're talking about uh, when uh, my angel said truth, and uh, I've always thought that uh, she meant uh, tell the truth, deal in the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, be yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I, I don't know. Uh, another experience that was really real was uh, just a second. Let me get rid of this song. Uh, now that I got rid of it, uh, my husband had back surgery in April on April the fifth, and he suffered a lot with it before. He actually had the surgery. And one night we went to bed, and uh, he has a twin bed, and I have a twin bed, and they're they're smashed up together uh, so we can uh, adjust the beds according to pain. And uh, I started to lay down, but I was still sitting up on my side of the bed, and he had already gone to sleep. And I saw four angels. talking about him, around him, and uh, they had uh, goldish uh, brown hair, but I could not see their faces, and uh, then one angel stepped forward, and he was hovering over Harold, no wings, Uh, these were men, and the angel said, we're going to take care of you, you'll be all right. Well, that blowed my mind. Mm-hmm. And so I started to lay down, and there was another bunch of angels that was hovering over me. And I tuned them out. Uh, I didn't hear what they said, but I knew they were there because I was still thinking about this angel looking over Harold saying, uh, we're going to take care of you. You're going to be all right. Uh, and he is all right. He's not 100% since the surgery, but he's doing well. He made it through the surgery, uh, and he he is so much better. But uh, I just appreciated that so much that uh, Jesus uh, sent the angels so that uh, I would have that reassurance because, you know, you're always scared when somebody, your loved one, has surgery. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I tend to be a worrier. I wish that I was not, but that's just my nature, is to be a, a worrier. Maybe that's why uh, uh, Jesus has allowed me to uh, to see the things that I have seen through the years. Have you ever tried to talk to the beings when you see them or tell them, hey, I can see you? <laughs> No, I haven't, uh, but uh, next time maybe I will. I, I I just am afraid that they will run away. <laughs> oh, they won't. Yeah. I they think, won't. I think it would be, yeah, I think next time say, hey, I see you, or. Well, I will do that. Yeah. Uh, or what's well, your name so, or what are you doing here or do you have a message for me? That's always a good question to ask. Well, that's a good idea and I will do that the next time. <laughs> I was so blown away that 
we were so fortunate that angels, four of them, would stand over him. And it was like they were discussing his case. They were mm-hmm. they were talking among themselves. And then the main angel, uh, who was not any bigger, they were all average size, no wings, uh, just this beautiful goldish brown hair in the clothes that were linen. But the, uh, like I told you about the other angels that I saw, they didn't have a, on a gold sash around their middle. It was just pants and top, pants and a shirt. But it was that same uh, neutral linen color. And I was just so grateful that they had said this to me. Uh, it was about three weeks before the surgery. And I got up in the morning and I told Harold, I have a message. And I told him what happened. And uh, he he was um, amazed, but yet he's never seen the things that I've seen. Uh, he's a Christian man, mm-hmm. uh, but he hasn't seen the things that, I, that I, I have seen in my lifetime. And he said, well, that's good. You know, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when when they were hovering over my bed, uh, it seemed like there were uh, several of them that did have wings. And I just turned over and went to sleep. I, I had had a, uh, such a big blessing, I guess, that I didn't want to hear what they said. I don't know why I did that. Uh, but I know what I saw, and I was sitting on the side of my bed, and I was not asleep. And uh, it was just beautiful. It was just yeah. absolutely uh, a beautiful experience. Yeah, and very reassuring. Well, uh, I, I I know that uh, Jesus is there for me, and uh, as I said before, I believe everybody has their own angel protecting them. I've looked back through my life uh, and uh, saw some of the things that I have done uh, wrecks that I have nearly had, uh, that if I hadn't had an angel protecting me, I wouldn't be here now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Yesterday I had a conversation with a a client and he, I said, do you, I asked him, do you think that the universe has your back? And he says, I don't know. And then the very next sentence he said, well, I've been in a lot of accidents and walked away from it (laughs) and I was like okay well don't you think that you might have some protection or support if you were in all these accidents and you walked away from it yes I I know what you mean yeah Uh, I would say yes also (laughs) I I fully believe that uh, that we all have protection uh, I know I do mm-hmm. because uh, uh, of near car wrecks or uh, places that I was supposed to go at the last minute that something uh, changed uh, my route. Yeah. And, uh, it's there. The protection mm-hmm. is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really believe that. Uh, I'm just so thankful for uh, uh, the the things that I have seen. But it doesn't make me special any more than anyone else that believes in Jesus. Uh, I don't think I'm a special person. 
uh, I think I'm just blessed that I'm one that it may, maybe as you say it, I'm just an open person, just just plain old John, just me, mm-hmm. that uh, he chose me to see these things. Uh, another thing, I'm changing subjects completely now. Uh, about two years ago, uh, I heard a voice in my head. Uh, now, I don't hear a, a deep voice like I would think God sounded. I haven't heard God, but I heard my own voice in my own head that said, you will be in the funeral home by this weekend. And I thought, okay, but it never scared me. I didn't relate it to being my family, but I heard it. And by that weekend, one of my friends, uh, daughter-in-law, passed away. She had battled cancer for a long time in her brain. And we were in the funeral home by that weekend, just like the voice in my head uh, told me. That's interesting. Yes, it was quite interesting. And I, I told Harold, I said, we will be in the funeral home by this weekend. And uh, he, he said, oh, okay. That's good that you weren't alarmed by that. <laughs> well, I, I wasn't at all. I, I, I just never had a thought that it could be us. And it could be us at any minute. You know, mm-hmm. uh, we all know at any second. Right. But uh, we, uh, we went to the view to the funeral hall and visited with the family and uh, it was a a comforting experience because uh, she had suffered with cancer. Mm -hmm. Well, Joan, thank you for coming on the show and sharing some of your experiences with me and my audience. And, um, well, you're quite welcome, and I thank you for having me on the show. You're, you're welcome. It was a pleasure to have you. Well, it's been a pleasure, too. Thank you for listening. If you have a weird experience to share, please email me at contactstargazingangel at gmail.com. Check out our website on tinakinneyclark.com. Also, we're on Facebook and like us on Facebook and share your favorite episodes with your friends and family. I look forward to hearing about your weirdest experience.